0: Hello and welcome to episode 64 of the Low Back Pain Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Grant Elliott, with Rehab Fix Online Low Back Program. And today's topic is how you can structure a low back friendly workout at the gym. If you are currently trying to recover from a low back disc herniation static issue, but you still want to get your workout on, what can you do? What is advised? What is most friendly? I'm going to give you the same recommendations that we give our clients in our six-month online low-back program, specifically designed for rehabilitation of these types of issues, of disc herniation, sciatica, the type where the longer you sit, the worse it feels, bending over first thing in the morning, you're feeling that that leg pull or that low-back pull when you're trying to put on your socks and shoes, been sitting for a while, it's tight to stand up straight, this is the recommendation we're giving for those types of individuals, which is probably 90% of you listening. Very, very common low back issues. Now, as always, if you have not joined my private Facebook group yet, you need to go join. I am posting exclusive content in there and interacting with you. We are also providing private training in there as well for self-statica diagnosis and relief, giving you step-by-step processes for these, showing you how to do proper nerve flossing what other advice that you can do for your low back issues you need to go join, the Facebook group is called Rehab Fix Low Back Program, and it will also be linked in the show notes. So without further ado, let's get to it. Every single client we talk to, almost every single one, always asks, Grant, can I stay in the gym? Can I keep working out throughout the program? 99% of the time, my answer is yes. 99% of the time, You guys know I like to train, and my goal is to get you back to training as quickly as possible. We do not tell people to stop deadlifting or stop squatting or to stop running. We don't tell people to do that here. No, no. Movement's medicine within reason. If someone wants to go deadlift PR or squat PR one week in the program because they're feeling so good, which has happened before, that's not something I would recommend, but generally speaking, we are okay with you maintaining exercise because we look over your exercise. This is something we offer our clients. We also network with some of our clients' trainers to go over their training and to say, hey, this is good, this is good, this is good, this is good, but maybe let's let's take this back or let's modify this. So this is something that we go through with you. We modify your training to make sure it's suitable for your condition so that you can maintain pain-free training throughout the program and we can make optimal progress. So generally speaking, obviously this is not specified towards any one individual, right? If, if you're listening right now and I'm talking to you, you're not in our program. We haven't assessed you. I don't know your exact situation. So I'm going to give you a broad scope for these types of most common disc, satica, low back issues that are some friendly movements that they can do in the gym to stay fit without aggravating things. Most commonly, people talk about lower body. Okay, so that's gonna be the focus today. A lot of people are still doing their upper body workouts because you can do a lot of machines, right? If you're doing like a seated shoulder press, a seated bicep curl, a seated shoulder uh, raise, or chest press, most of the time people are aware, like, hey, you know, I can still do seated exercises in the gym. It's not gonna bother my lower back too much. Okay, and so we're gonna focus on lower body mostly. So, um, I'm going to go over lower body and then we'll, we'll touch on our brief upper body ones. So for lower body, a lot of our clients who like to have a good solid leg day, good heavy leg day, they want to be squatting. They want to be leg pressing. They want to be lunging and just crushing their legs and getting that good sore. They want that, but they haven't been able to for a long time. because so it flares up their back or it flares up their leg. So here's my initial recommendation. Okay. Listen up. Uh, squatting is not bad, but squatting can be sensitive for a lot of people with these type of disc issues. The ones, once again, where you longer you sit, the more you feel it Staying in the same place for a long time, bending over first thing in the morning, it can be sensitive. Okay. So let's still discuss a way that you can get some good compound movements in and some isolated movements without straining yourself, without straining your issue. Typically what I recommend, um, of course, if your gym has a hack squat, That's a great substitute to still do a squatting motion while maintaining your spine in a fixed position. All the movement occurs through your knees and through your hips. So that's a great way to mediate that. With leg press, a lot of people are nervous about leg press too. A lot of people have done heavy leg presses and felt a pop in their lower back. So what we can do with leg presses now is we can switch that to a single leg leg press single leg leg press. There's two reasons why this is so effective for meeting lower back issues. One, it forces you to lower the weight substantially, but two, by having one leg on the ground and one leg up on the pad of the machine, the leg press machine, it forces your lower spine and your pelvis to be in a more rigid and neutral position. If both legs are up on the pad and maybe you're not paying attention so much to your form, it's easier to have both your knees go really deep and to round and potentially make yourself susceptible to flare-ups or injury. But if you only have one leg on it and one leg's on the ground, it forces your pelvis and your lower back to remain more rigid and more neutral. It's a great way to work around it. Single leg leg press. Now, so those are two compound movements. Hack squat, single leg leg press great variations. Now, what are some isolated movements? Uh, leg extension and seated leg curl. If you have nerve tension, once again, we have nerve tension tests on my private Facebook group. We have sciatica tests on my private Facebook group. Go test yourself so you can know for sure. But leg extension and seated hamstring curl both involve sitting with your legs extending fully out in front of you. If you have sciatica with nerve tension, then these could trigger your symptoms. Because think about it, if, if you're sitting and both your legs are going straight up in front of you or toes to the ceiling, that's increasing nerve tension. Once again, all this is explained on my website uh, or on my Facebook page, sorry, in a couple of videos on Instagram as well, if you haven't missed them, or if you have missed them, uh, that can increase nerve tension. Seated hamstring curl, same thing. Your legs are going straight out in front of you, usually really high if you want a good stretch, increasing nerve tension. This could cause a flare-up. It could cause some sensitivity. So what we should do is, first off, for the hamstring curl, instead of doing a seated hamstring curl, do a lying hamstring curl. This reduces the amount of hip flexion involved, and it focuses more on knee flexion. So you're, you are, your body, your spine is not in as much of a flexed position. Nerve tension is not as high. You are not pulling on your sciatic nerve as much. That's going to be a much better variation for you if you're struggling with sciatica. For leg extension, of course, you know, there's really only one way to do leg extension. But what you can do in your positioning is you can slide your hips forward a lot so that you are not in as much hip flexion. So if you're sitting on the leg extension machine, I would advise you slide your hips forward so that your spine is not rounded forward, your uh, hips are not as flexed, the angle of your hips is greater because this will reduce nerve tension. And this might allow you to get a full rep or squeeze a little bit more without tugging on that nerve as much. Okay. That would be a good recommendation. Finally, for lunges, if you're doing walking lunges with lightweight, of course, that's, that's possible to be okay. A lot of, um, individuals doing single leg movements will find that the shifting of the weight and the balance can be triggering. So one thing I recommend is isometric lunges or split squats. You can do split squats, but if you want to make it a little bit harder, isometric lunges, it's a great way for for you to stay in the same position to really burn your leg big time without moving. Weighted isometric lunges, great way to still wreck your legs, but not put too much stress on yourself. Okay. So there's a leg day. There's a leg day right there. Hack squat or leg press for your compound, single leg leg press for your compound. Take out the seated hamstring curl or place it with a lying hamstring curl. Take your leg extension, change your positioning to reduce nerve tension Add in some isometric lunges, isometric lunge holds or split squats if you'd like to. There's a good back-friendly leg day, even if you're dealing with a flare-up or trying to go through recovery. That's the sequence that I provide a lot of our clients. Now, for upper body, we're just going to briefly touch on upper body, okay? Most people for upper body stuff, they're going to find that bench press or chest presses or shoulder presses are going to flare them up the most, but also bicep curls, Bicep curls. Why is this? Why do bicep curls you up? It's because as you are raising the weight up, your lower back has to flex and resist that so you don't fall forward. So it's a leverage-based movement, okay? So I would recommend doing a seated bicep curl so you're not having to balance against the weight or a machine bicep curl. For shoulder press, most people feel that standing shoulder press if they're arching into extension at the top and they're not maintaining their glutes properly locked down or their core braced. That can cause some flare ups. So, I, re- I recommend a Smith machine shoulder press or a seated machine shoulder press of some kind and focus on pushing your lower back into the back of the machine. Like you're doing a dead bug movement, push the low back into the machine. Same thing for chest press. A lot of people will feel bench press. Bench press flares them up with their feet on the ground, the traditional format. This could be because their low back is just a little bit sensitive for that arch at this time. So, a Seated machine chest press, pushing that lower back into the pad, into the back of the machine to maintain just a, a good foundational brace the entire time, usually does okay for them. This is a way for you to keep training without flaring yourself up too much. So these are the most common variations that we make for our clients who are dealing with low back pain, disc herniation, satica, Once again, bending forward, oh, you feel that leg pull more. Sitting for a long time, you go to stand up and it takes you five seconds to stand straight like a grandpa or grandma. These are the type of low back issues that we knock out of the park, that we help clients resolve every single week. And these are some modifications that we make for them. But once again, you can't just modify your life. Modifying your life is not a solution. Having a plan to attack the root of the issue is a solution. You can modify throughout that plan while you're recovering, but when you're done, you should be able to train as hard as you want to regular squats, regular leg presses, running, jumping, moving. You should be able to do that stuff if you're addressing the root of the issue with the right plan. Modifying the rest of your existence is not a solution we can't just avoid forever. So let's get you back to training. Let's get you back with the right plan. If you would like help with any of these issues, reach out. Join our Facebook group, submit an application, reach out for help on our Facebook group, and we would love to help you and give you more information on how you can begin to resolve these issues on your own, with the right plan, with our guidance and the comfort and convenience of your own home. Love it, come on now. The easiest thing to do for your low back is nothing. That's the easiest thing to do. Those who wanna actually do something about it, they do something about it, okay? Actions speak. If you are watching this on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. If you are listening on your favorite podcast platform, please leave a five-star rating and review. As always, move more, move in nature, move in the sun. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.